This program is presented by the MCTV Network, a service of the City of Midland, Michigan. This presentation coincides with programming on Midland Government Television, covering government affairs in the City of Midland. The following presentation of the Midland City Council will begin in a moment. The Midland City Council is the city's legislative body. It sets policies, approves budgets, determines tax rates, and adopts ordinances and resolutions to govern the city. It is made up of five elected officials that represent the wards in which they reside, and councilmen are elected to two-year terms. The mayor is elected from among the council members by vote of the city council. City council meetings are held at 7 p.m., two Mondays per month, in council chambers at City Hall. This presentation is provided by the MCTV Network, a service of the City of Midland. Replays of this meeting can be found on MGTV Channel 188 on Charter Spectrum, through Channel 99 on at Uverse, or on demand at www.cityofmidlandmi.gov. Select meetings are available on MCTV Network's Government Affairs Podcast Channel. Welcome to our October 26, 2020 meeting of City Council. And Marty Wasbinski, our Mayor Pro Tem, will lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you very much. Um, and before we call roll, we do have a change in how the procedure needs to work. So when Erica calls your name, you need to say here and then state where you're from. So it would be, if she called me, I would say here from Midland, Michigan. So if you're at your cottage or if you're in Detroit, you just need to state where you, what location you're sitting in. Okay. It's to help indicate that you're participating remotely. Say that again. It's to indicate that you're participating in the meeting remotely and then state the, the city and state where you're um, okay. participating from. Okay. Are you ready for a roll? We are. Okay. Honorable Mayor Donker. Here, participating from Midland, Michigan. Councilman Arnoski. Here in Midland, Michigan. Councilman Wesbinski. Here in Midland, Michigan. Councilman Brown Wilhelm. Here in Midland, Michigan. Councilman Hall. Here in Midland, Michigan. Thank you. Did it. <laughs> All right. That um, so does anyone have a conflict of interest with anything on this evening's agenda? No, Madam Mayor. Okay. Seeing none, that takes us to the consent agenda. All resolutions marked with an asterisk are considered to be routine and they'll be enacted by one motion. There'll be no separate consideration of these items unless a council member or citizen so requests during the discussion stage of the motion to adopt the consent agenda as indicated. If there's even a single request, the item will be removed from the consent agenda without further motion and considered in its listed sequence in regular fashion. Can we have a motion to accept the consent agenda? So moved. Second. Okay, we have a first and second. Anyone like an item removed from the consent agenda from council? Okay, seeing none, anyone from the public like an item removed from the consent agenda?
Okay. Uh, everybody has the ability to talk, and so I does not sound like it. Okay, very good. Seeing none, then all in favor, please say aye. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> Erica, would you please call the roll or call the vote? Councilman Arnoski? Aye. Councilman Wazbinski? Aye. Councilman Brown Wilhelm? Aye. Councilman Hall? Aye. Mayor Donker? Aye. Thank you very much. All right, that takes us to item number three, which is a public hearing. So um, a public hearing, our staff member um, will lead us in that discussion. Once they're done, council will have an opportunity to ask questions of staff. Once that's done, we'll open up the public hearing. And if there are any comments either in for or not or against um, that particular um, item, we will hear them then from the public. We will then close the public hearing and that ends all public comment and we will discuss it and then vote on it as council. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to Karen Mur Murphy, and this has to do with uh, service center budget. Okay, thank you, Mary Donker. <clears throat> Let me get my screen on here quickly. Right. I'm sorry, I'm not seeing what I needed to see here. Here we go. Okay, can everyone see my screen? Yes. Yes. Okay, excellent. So this is just the screen that reminds us how the virtual public hearing process works. Um, and there are different ways to unmute your device if you would like to speak. So I will put the slide up at the end of my presentation as well. So the Municipal Service Center had a new HVAC system installed in 2013. We've had multiple issues in the past couple of years with temperature control in certain areas of the building. So we asked our contracted service provider to look at that and they told us that the temperature control system and the software that runs it is very antiquated and that the manufacturer is no longer supporting the product. So if we were to go into this winter without upgrading the system and we had temperature control issues, we may not be able to resolve those. Um, City Hall had the same issue in 2017 with the same temperature control system and software, and they upgraded their system at that time as well. So this was not a planned maintenance item for 2020-21. We do have a budgetary estimate of $25,000 for the upgrade. Uh, we have savings from last year's roof replacement. We had savings of about $36,000 um, that would cover this cost, but because the roof project was
then we'll move on. That takes us now to item number four, and that has to do with the job performance um, evaluations of our city manager and our city attorney. And on October 5th, um, the, we held a um, closed session for the purpose of job performance evaluation for both our city attorney, Mr. Branson, and our city manager, Mr. K. And um, tonight we're here to share the results of those job performance and um, as well as to talk about any compensation adjustments that will be made to that. So with that, um, I'm going to ask Mr. Wazbinski, right? Um, he um, was the recorder and will be um, reviewing with us the performance evaluation for Mr. Branson, our city attorney. Thank you, Madam Mayor. As you stated on 05 October 2020, the Midland City Council held a closed session for the purpose of conducting an annual review of your work, Jim, and for your performance of the past 16 months. The City Attorney's Office is responsible for the legal affairs of the city. You represent the city in litigation and a variety of other legal proceedings. You have provided legal counsel and advice to city officials on a wide range of issues, including federal and state laws, tax appeals, Freedom of Information Acts, COVID directives, and code enforcement. In addition, your office drafts and reviews legislations, contracts, intergovernmental agreements, and other documents. You have also provided many hours of training to city employees and the council boards and commissions. We have surveyed judges, court personnel, and city staff and received strong positive comments. Feedback included that you have a good understanding of the city's legal needs, the pro uh, providing of useful advice, having an active role in resolutions of legal manners, and overall professional behavior. You are an effective administrator and leader who is able to create a supportive and engaged environment. You have an incredible amount of institutional knowledge, which is a huge asset to our community. This has been a historic year for Midland. COVID-19 has presented many unique challenges for us. Your office has managed the multiple complex legal changes without an interruption to the day-to-day -day services your office provides to the community. Then comes the devastating flooding in May. Working around the clock, you and our city manager provided the necessary calm and clear leadership to get us through the initial crisis. You continue to do so as our city works through the aftermath of that disaster. You are accessible to counsel and you present the complex legal issues of the city in a clear, objective, and professional manner. You are proactive in providing information to counsel on pending, current, and future issues of importance. Overall, you have shown diligence and professionalism in the performance of your duties and your office. Council is appreciative of your meritorious work and that of your staff. You have served the city, city council, and the citizens of Midland, Michigan, with proficiency, skill, thoroughness, and the highest ethical standards. So with that, Madam Mayor, I was wondering if I could uh, go ahead and propose a motion. Please do. Um, to um, A, accept Mr. Branson's job performance review for 2020. And we are looking at compensation that should be adjusted by 1.5% retroactive to July 1st, 2020, and a further 1% effective January 1st, 2021, 
which is consistent with the salary adjustments for other non-classified staff or city staff. And then also I'd like to add a one-time addition of uh, $2,500. And that's in recognition of the uh, significant number of days and hours worked consecutively responding to COVID and the dam failures and the floods. And all other terms of the uh, conditions of the employment agreement shall remain as is. So we have a motion on the floor. Can we have a second to that motion? A second, Diane Brown Wilhelm. We have a first and second. Discussion, any discussion? Okay, I see none. So are we ready to vote on that resolution? Yes, okay, Erica, do you? Councilman Brown Wilhelm. Aye. Councilman Hall. Aye. Mayor Donker. Aye. Councilman Arnoski. Aye. Councilman Wazbinski. Aye. Okay. Thank you. And Jim, thank you for the great service that you provide to us on council and to our community. We really, you know, appreciate uh, all that you've done. Thank you. Thank you very much to all of you. All right, that takes us to the city manager's performance evaluation and Diane Brown Wilhelm um, is going to report on that. So Diane. All right, dear Mr. K, as we're all aware, 2020 has been a year of many unexpected, unpredictable and unprecedented events that we could not have imagined. Emergency actions and responses were required and continues within the city of Midland due to the COVID pandemic impact of dams, dam failures, flooding our community, and social unrest stemming from racial and ethnic tensions throughout the country. The Midland City Council recognizes the significant time and effort required to aggressively lead and manage city responses and actions for those unprecedented events in parallel, and has recommended that you receive a meritorious evaluation for the 2019-2020 performance period. Directives were set for the 2019-2020 evaluation period. Those directives were substantially fulfilled, but priorities changed due to the circumstances beyond our control beginning in early 2020. These circumstances required the city to transition into pandemic and emergency response operations on short notice for COVID in which you worked 70 plus consecutive days, seven days a week, restructured city operations to ensure services continued to be provided in a manner that kept staff and community safe, restructured city services to address immediate and anticipated financial stresses on the organization and implemented changes required to ensure compliance of executive orders and investigated resources available that would support our community and staff. Second, we have dam failures and flood. Worked 30 plus consecutive days, seven days a week, strategically organized and set the standard for how city services at the emergency operations center should operate. On site at impacted locations across the community, local and national media updates, investigated and initiated resources to support flood impacted residents, 
residents and businesses in the community. Third was social unrest, actively engaged in developing proactive approach and actions to safeguard the community in response to the national unrest across the United States. When requesting feedback internally and externally, the following comments were received. Consummate professional, thinks before he speaks, strategic and forward thinking, doesn't micromanage, strong relationships with foundations and businesses, good communicator, always helpful, goes the extra mile, always prepared and keeps everyone on task. Objectives for 2020 and 2021. It's important to acknowledge that some of the objectives from 2019-2020 were delayed due to the urgent need to respond to multiple unplanned events and will extend into the next year with a few additions incorporated. Continue priority response operations and actions for the COVID pandemic, dam failure and flood, social unrest, community collaboratives, and increase communication in collaboration with the county. Sewer study assessment. Upon completion, review data and results, develop a response plan with prioritized recommendations, estimated costs and draft timelines, and community partnerships. Continue to develop and maintain strong working relationships with the foundations and members of the community that support projects in the city of Midland and participate in the community success panel. Responses and actions that occurred under your direction, Brad, as a result of circumstances beyond our control were exemplary. On behalf of the Midland City Council, we would like to thank you and look forward to continuing to work with you during this extremely challenging time. With that, I'd like to make a motion to accept Brad's job performance review for 2020, which includes compensation shall be adjusted by 1.5% retroactive to July 1st, 2020, and a further 1% effective January 1st, 2021, consistent with salary adjustments for other non-classified city staff. Um, also included is a bonus of $2,500 in recognition of the significant number of days and hours worked consecutively responding to COVID, dam failures and flood, and social unrest within the community. Terms and conditions of the employment agreement shall be amended to the following. Adjust resignation notice time from 90 days to 60 days with all other terms and conditions of the employment agreement remaining as is. All right, we have, we have a motion on the floor. Can we have a second to that? Second, I'll see. Okay, we have a first and second. Any discussion? Okay, Erica, would you please call the vote? Councilman Hall. Aye. Mayor Donker? Aye. Councilman Arnoski? Aye. Councilman Wasbinski? Aye. Councilman Brown Wilhelm? Aye. Thank you. Thank you, Brad, for your uh, for your service. Um you know, both of you have done a great job this this past year, especially. 
it's been it's not been easy that's for sure so we're, we're grateful thank you thank you mayor and members of council it's uh, as you said it's been a challenging year and um we've done a lot of good but we've got a lot of long ways to go still so but again thank you for this i do appreciate it very much and thank you marty and diane for uh writing that up and reporting back to us. I appreciate that a lot, thanks. Okay, that takes us to new business, the end of the agenda and new business. Does anyone in council have any new business? Yes, Mayor, I have new business. Okay. Um, at our last meeting, the discussion of the sewage elimination goal was tabled until after a presentation sometime in December by our wastewater services director, Patrick Frizee. Uh That was unfortunate because I think that has the potential to delay, you know, the much needed first step to comprehensively address the real problem of, of sewage uh, backup. Um, but one problem that can't really be debated, and that's the vulnerability of our sewage pump stations. Uh, turning off the pumps may have saved um, the pumps themselves from damage, but it was also led to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars of personal property damage. So in order to reduce the likelihood of the pumps being turned off in the future, and I'm doing this either as a resolution or a directive uh, to be adopted by the city council, but basically to direct the city to bring forth options to modify the pump stations to withstand a 500 year flood event during the presentation in December of 2020 by Patrick Frizee. So that's the first item I wanted to raise. And I don't know what the scope of Patrick's presentation is, but I wanted to make sure that the pump stations the ones that had to be turned off that resulted in hundreds of homes having sewage backup is included in that presentation. And what I'm asking is for him to not, not pr provide a recommendation, but present us with options as part of his presentation. You know, there's different things that have been suggested. You know, do you move the pump stations? Do you, uh, uh, you know, relocate, you know, relocate them, raise them up so they don't, they can't be flooded, redesign them in some way create some sort of embankment, either permanent or temporary. Those are just some of the things that were suggested to, to me by people in the community. But those are all, I'm leaving that to Patrick to, to include and to mention uh, or present during his presentation. Are we asking for comments? Yeah, I think this-, this Sure, I mean, so I guess, I I, just I want can to make, make it in the form of a resolution, but I, I think in the past we've, when we've had directed uh, staff to do things, we haven't necessarily done it. In the yeah, I, and I agree with that. I think if we say that we, you know, we want to hear about that and everything, we just give a, give it over to Brad and everything, and he'll make it happen. I don't think we need a resolution on that portion of it. Yeah, that's where I was going to. I don't think we need a resolution. It's an action that we hand over to Brad. So are you, so you're, okay, I just want to make clear. So you're asking for options. Yes. I'm asking that as part of Patrick Frizzi's presentation in December, he include options to uh, basically protect the pump stations to avoid having them, to turn them off in the future because of a 500 year flood event, which is what we had. Or is the first question really is there ever a time we cannot not turn them off? I mean, to no, me, I think I think what what we're looking for is is to not is to not turn them off because of a specific event here. And I'm 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 narrowing this down to a 500 year flood event, which is what we experienced. 
which is what we may or may not experience in the future with the absence of the dams. Um, and it's just giving us options to consider along with other things that he will be providing information on. Is that possible within that time? I mean, I, I, I want to just be realistic about what that would include. Um, and, you know, on top of everything else, let's ask him to do, um, you know, a substantial amount of investigation into that. I don't know. Is that possible? Okay. Um, I'll have to look into it. I'm not certain. I do know that we are looking at the pump stations and the operations of them in general. I don't know whether we have examined them to a 500 year flood level or not, but um, certainly that is a part of what we are considering and reviewing at this point in time. So I will uh, check with Mr. Frizee and um, see if it is possible. If it isn't, I certainly will report to council. But um, again, we are working on that. That is one part of the considerations that we'll be talking about in December. Because I guess I'm not, frankly, I'm not sure that even if you didn't turn the pump stations off, that that would necessarily prevent backup, sewer backup. Because well, that's that's for Patrick to, to, to tell right. us. That's, that's right. So, well, because I believe there's some other things that um, can lead to that. So, um, yeah, Madam Mayor, you, you'll recall we have had presentations by Mr. Frizee on this, and he did indicate to you that the pumps had hydraulically failed before they were shut off. And so there was back or basement backups happening uh, before they were turned off themselves. So that alone, um, I think we're all aware that that alone would not prevent basement backup floods, but, um, but it certainly would improve the situation if they were able to continue to run throughout. I just want to make sure that the pump stations are included as part of the presentation and, um, you know, make some, some general recommendations or paths to follow in order to eliminate the problems that we've had both in 2020 and in years past. Okay. Okay. Is that, do we need to, no, is it a I directive think we got now? It. Gotcha. Okay. We got it. <laughs> and then, and then another somewhat related point, um, again, you know, we've talked about how to best get citizen input. We've had people uh, participate in Zoom meetings and try and get comments. And this is all related to the flood and, and the sewage backup. And I think we really need to find some method to efficiently receive and document, you know, the citizens' ongoing concerns. And, you know, I think, as was suggested before, that we have some sort of community meeting to arrange and receive this input, separate and apart from our city council meeting. Um, you know, and that it be in person, and we may have to have more than one meeting because I think we'll have to limit participation just to to, uh, to make sure we're COVID compliant. Um, but I think I would like to have maybe again direct staff to start coming up with some proposals now to take and have this ability to have this dialogue for so people who, and I think you've heard it from prior city council meetings where people have tried to ex express their concerns and questions in a separate meeting would uh, would be justified in my opinion and you know we start doing that now and if we can get it in even before the end of the year that would be fantastic but i think we need to to start that process to let people give us what they think their 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 issues are and potential things to consider for eliminating problems in the future um you know steve uh, i'll be honest i'm not a i'm you know i think having a separate meeting because certainly there's We've had some really long meetings on council, which by the time, you know, you get to the end of it. Um, it so it would be nice to have something, you know, dedicated to this. But I also want to make sure 
Um, I think we have heard a, a lot of what people have said. We have heard their concerns and, you know, we have really been, I think all of us have been listening to what they had to, had to say about that. So, um, and I'm thinking that, you know, in Patrick's, um, it's my you know, expectation that in Patrick's um, presentation to us that he will, you know, be presenting, you know, some responses to some of that, you know, from some of the simple, you know, simple thing. I mean, a lot of things, I don't know that he's, I think he's going to be doing a presentation. I don't think he's going to say, do this, this, and this. I don't think this is part of Patrick's. I don't think this is, this is separate and apart from, from Patrick. This is okay. now talking about the broader issue and it's kind of goes, to, you know, a little bit towards the goal, but it's, it's also, okay. you know, a, need, a separate specific need that's been expressed by citizens of the community. Okay. Yeah, I, so. So this Brad, is not, a, again, not in the form of a resolution. It's more of a directive. Yeah, I mean, can we look at same? I don't know that we can, well, I well, I think I'd ask for more direction on council from this because what we have been leading towards is the meetings in December, which will present all of the information that's based upon the work that's been taking place over the last two to two and a half years. And once that information is known to council and once a discussion takes place, uh, we would hope to have some feedback from um, the five members of council um, sitting there at least in December and then to determine what the steps forward are from that point in time. And we would certainly envision there being uh, a significant public component to that. Uh, but until we know what options with, that you at least generally are supportive of as council and or wish us to at least continue to explore and or vet with the public, um, I don't know that meetings prior to that report in December would be as valuable as if we waited until after. Yeah, I agree. And, and frankly, I don't know that we could pull them together um, in November. Is it possible to at least start thinking about how something like that would be structured? Sure. Yeah, we've had discussions. Part of our challenge, is, as you know, is exactly what you just said was the uh, the COVID restrictions and how do we make a, a public meeting that's likely to garner significant public interest? Uh, how do we make that work? So we, so we are having those conversations. So the answer is quite directly yes. Yeah, because I think, you know, after the 2017 flood, we had some meetings at Midland High and at Dow High. Um, you know, those are a little bit larger, but um, I think something, I don't know, if the, we have to figure out exactly, have a meeting like that, how we structure the content of the meeting, because it wouldn't be involving consultants, I don't believe. It would be just, you know, city staff and uh, city council members. It's really a dialogue, a chance for input and dialogue. So I guess what I'd ask if, if from a form of a directive is you could start thinking about at least how that would be structured mm -hmm. so we can have this dialogue. We are working on that. All right, thanks. Okay. Okay, anyone else on council? All right, well, this is our uh, last meeting of this council cycle. And it's hard to believe that, uh, that this, that's, that we're, two years have gone by this fast. So, um, you know, and I don't think that any council that has come before us has had to deal with a, major natural disaster wrapped up in a pandemic and add to that, uh, you know, the uh, social unrest that occurred has occurred across the country that really impacts us also. So I kind of think that uh, this year um, for us, it's been really, I would say the, the major word that I think about is pivot. I think we've had to pivot a lot. I think when we moved from meeting in person to um, 
changing those meetings to Zoom meetings. You know, it may seem to some like it's business as usual in a different location, but it really is very different. And I think to Steve's point about, you know, having a meeting, it's really hard, um, at least from my own perspective, to not have that face-to-face -face, um, conversations that we have been so used to having over the years. Um, you know, I, I think I've often referred to us as a team and um, when you're a team, it doesn't mean you always agree, but it does mean that you work together. And I think that we've all um, worked very hard to, to do the best, um, our best over the last two years. So I just wanna say it's been nice, you know, working with all of you these two years and see what the future brings. And I wanna again, thank um, Mr. Kay and Mr. Branson for being so patient with us um, typically, we do these performance evaluations. Um, it was scheduled for the first part of June, and they graciously, you know, were well, they were overwhelmed <laughs> with so many things to do. I think um, we appreciate you being patient with, with us and um, giving us this time until, until now, you know, to do that. So, Mr. Branson, do you have anything under new business? I do not, just uh, thank you council for your consideration and uh, we look forward to moving forward. So thank hey, Mr. you. Mr. K, anything from you? Just reflecting what Mr. Branson said, again, it's been a busy year. We do appreciate the support that we've had from council throughout. And um, and again, we're, we've got a lot of work to do and we'll continue to do so moving forward. But thank you certainly to the five of you for your last two years of service. It's, uh, it's a big step to step forward as a member of city council and, and you guys have all performed and performed well over these last two years. All right. Well, thank you. And our next meeting is scheduled for November 9th. And so I encourage uh, all of you whose faces I see and the public to please vote. Next week. So thank you very much. And with that, I'll adjourn the meeting. See you on November 9th. Right. This program is presented by the MCTV Network, a service of the City of Midland, Michigan. This presentation coincides with programming on Midland Government Television, covering government affairs in the City of Midland.